It is midnight in Baghdad. I'm Goldie Metcalf. I'm Charlie Norton. How are you doing, Charlie? How have you been? Great, great to be back on. It's been a long time. It, well, it hasn't been a long time. It's we've, We had a show yeah. there recently uh, for Valentine's Day, um, and that didn't really end well with some, some people out there. But we... We had a bit of a hiatus in the last two weeks. We haven't been on air. But some of you probably would be surprised to know that we actually had a live show live from the States. Uh, unfortunately, if you didn't listen to it live, it, it's, it was gone. So it was like a, it's like a lost That's tape. Typical. That's one of my fantasies. I've always wanted us to record a show without any, any recording. Exactly. And that's what, that's what I did. And it was, actually, it was actually a really, really good show. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a couple of different things, but we have a special guest with us tonight, as usual. We have Jordan O'Byrne. Jordan, how are you doing? Not too bad, Goldie. How are you? Not too bad at all. Thanks for joining us on the show. You're welcome. And you've, you're, you're going to talk to us later on um, about your views on dark money, Trump and the church, but we'll get to that in a moment. Um, we put up on our Facebook page there recently the child being given marijuana by their parents. Yeah. Did you see this video? Yeah, it's very sad. What do you think of it? Well, it's obviously a video with an agenda. I mean, they're, they're putting forward that, that we should legalize medical marijuana, but my understanding was that it would be, it's already legalized, but just not, not in that state. Yeah. But the video is, it's heartbreaking when you see the child like beating the shit out of herself and you know, the parent having to hold them back. You know, yeah. it, it's genuinely heartbreaking. Um, but do you remember a couple of years ago when Michael J. Fox did a, an ad trying to promote awareness of Parkinson's yes. and apparently he famously deliberately didn't take his medication for three days to make the symptoms a lot worse yeah I it's wonder is, method acting as such method acting yeah yeah I wonder is, is that the same thing like it could could a child be that bad all the time if she's not on marijuana exactly was that done Jordan now? did you see this video I had a look at it all right um, okay it's a kind of mixed reviews. There's no real evidence to say that there's anything. Uh, I mean, there might be some short-term benefits, but what's the long-term? Uh, is written detrimental long-term there? So they, they could be making it right in the short term, but destroying brain cells in the long term. So uh, clearly, I don't know if I'd be an advocate for it. Well, that girl thing. has no quality of life. I mean, but what they're saying is, just because she's hitting herself, get her stoned. Like this is like a twelve-year-old child that they're giving the weed to. Yeah. yeah. And it calms them down. And of course it calms them down. When we all smoke weed, we're, we're relaxed. But that doesn't mean that you should get somebody hooked on a drug. Well, do you get hooked on marijuana? I think it's very addictive. Jordan, would you, have you ever smoked marijuana? Uh, I would have to say I had a misspent youth, and once or twice I may have. And uh, no, never seen the attraction. Never got hooked on it. But although I could see why you would. It's uh, it's psychotropic, isn't it? I mean, it's uh, it alters... Uh, I, I, I know it has a placating effect to some of the nerves and, the, and whatnot, but... Uh, I, I'm not so sure that uh, that the, the, in the long-term benefits of smoking marijuana are there. So even yeah. even in that case of the child, um, I can't hear getting fits of giggles or getting the munchies. But she's <laughs> <laughs> like, suddenly she's beating herself up, and next thing you hear, like years <laughs> <laughs> ago, What's your favorite <laughs> film? <laughs> If there's uh, if there's actual prescribed drugs for that, then maybe that's why she should be on. But uh, look, w w what's the long term? What's the long term there? I mean, has she got some sort of an illness that that long term she's she's got a short life expectancy. Then then it, then if so, then look let let's uh, let's make quality of life as good as possible for her one way or the other. You know. Yeah, that's, that's a very fair point, Jordan. Yeah, but presumably. 
This on the video it says she is ADHD. Yeah, and this is not going to kill her. There's, there's other kids <clears throat> now are going to see this and think, oh Jesus, if I have ADHD, I'm going to get some free weed. And you got a situation where we're actually actively supplying children with drugs. So you're saying kids would fake, fake that? I think so. I think that's the danger. Well, well, yeah, I think if you're looking over in America, every, I mean, whatever about Ireland over there, it's like every every uh, year. Like that, yeah. From 13 or 14 upwards, that you can get a bag of pot over there for cancer for 20 bucks. So, yeah. they, uh, they uh, well, uh, over in Asia, it's even worse, isn't it? I mean, that's where it comes from, isn't it? That's where they're grown. Pakistan and Afghanistan, isn't that, that where the major pot comes from? Really? Exactly, so, and, and, and poppy as well, I believe, heroin. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the main opioids um, uh, that, that come with that, I mean, they're often there. It's, it's, I mean, there's the Taliban. I mean, aren't they the biggest, biggest drug runners of the lot? So, uh, and they're terrorists. What, yeah, so it's it's look. I mean, if it's, if you're talking over in Asia, I mean they they've got easy access to these access. You're again, you're talking about parenting there as well. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, Are you implying and, that the father and, did this what, so we could put up a YouTube video to get loads of hits? You could, and one would always question that in these days of social media. Why, yeah. Yeah, why someone would put up a video to get something viral? Is it even real? So much fake stuff going out there, isn't there? Yeah, and, yeah, and, and you just can't judge it at all. But what you're saying is that. By smoking this product, it can essentially lead to becoming a terrorist. That's essentially what I'm saying. And uh, every, well, basically then we were saying all the Taliban had ADHD. That's yeah, how they go. started off from there. Yep. Next thing you'll have the Taliban saying Black Lives Matter. There you go. The very, <laughs> very, inter- no, very interesting, Jordan. Leo. You're not afraid very, to put your views out, out there. Very interesting he brought up terrorism and that's that's kind of one of the other videos that we put up during the week if you saw the video of the little boy uh, I didn't see this one I couldn't load this one which one? There, there, there was a video we posted up and there's a budgie on this little boy's shoulder and the little boy turns and he thinks he's going to kiss it but he actually bites the bird and the bird oh, starts screaming oh he bites screaming. into it and the hand comes out to grab him or something isn't it that's right yeah they try to get the exactly but this is a kid like who's five six years of age and the question that we asked is this just child innocence or is this early warnings of a future serial killer slash terrorist? It's, well, I tell you what, I've done a little bit of reading on this, not before tonight, mind you, but isn't, isn't enactment of violence on animals the first sign of a serial killer? That's what they say. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Right? So, uh, in my mind, absolutely. I mean, we know right from wrong, don't we? We, we know we shouldn't, we shouldn't bite animals. <laughs> what's, 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 what's your for today, Jordan? What's stopping him? What's stopping that young from biting that animal? Exactly, and it's that serial killer gene, isn't it? It is, and you think even at five or six years of age, you can actually tell? Well, isn't there signs? There's signs, you know. And if you were to look at the top ten signs, one of them is that, and then that develops into uh, other things. I like, say like voyeurism and fetishism in adulthood when when they get older. We, yeah. I mean, don't, I guarantee you're not seeing videos of him watching, uh, watching naked, bird naked women later on in life, are you? Well, that's yeah. it. So what do you think we should do to these people? So if we can identify these type of people at five or six years of age, should we take action? Oh, five and six, how do, you, how do you correct that? How do you, how do you correct a serial killer gene? Well, what I'm saying is, do you not, would, you, would you just take the kid out? Just take him out? <laughs> Take, mean, take the kid like, out like, like of the country yeah. like two, of the country two, two fingers to the side of the head take him out or yeah yeah out. yeah get rid of him get rid of him <laughs> it's a valid <laughs> point 
<laughs> How would you do that? To give him, just keep on giving him marijuana until he... <laughs> <laughs> then he becomes a terrorist. But and, and that's he's too stoned to do it every day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not a bad in, uh, indication. Oh, it's on. But no, but the, you know what I mean. If you know this person, must want us. if you know this person who, at six years of age, medically cannot feel compassion or remorse or any of this stuff, right? And is going to go out there and is going to be the next Columbine or be the next mass murderer or serial killer, name them, Jack the Ripper. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> would you, He's would killing you? different kind of birds. <laughs> That's no, but would different you? to get. <laughs> so are you saying take them out? Uh, well, what would you suggest then, Jordan? Know, you can't just let them run serious, around society no, at the age of six. They're, they're not going to fit into school. or Their other tendencies, they won't have any friends. They'll be loners. Uh, very hard to say. And a serious note at six or seven, what, what, what you can do, isn't it? It's yeah. down to the parents. Go and look at the parents. I guarantee you that mum or dad were fitted when they were young. So that'll be leading up to something I'll be talking about in a bit. But <laughs> guarantee, it's, it's I guarantee you that there was something going on with one of them somewhere down the line. Because it, it is it. Is it what? Looks like Jordan's been taken out by a terrorist there. Has Jordan been taken out? And this, this is the kind of world we're living in, though, Goldie, when you afford yeah, these you know, you're taken out. Jo- sorry, Jordan, we <laughs> thought someone had killed you there. We, we were moving on without you. What sorry. are we saying? We lost you there for a minute. Are you there? I'm back. You're there. You're there, yeah. 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 We just couldn't hear All you. Right, go on. What were you saying? What was I saying? I don't know. What, what did you not hear? <laughs> <laughs> we'd, like, we'd like to say we're delighted to be on the Jordan show tonight. <laughs> No, but that's and that's the thing. So I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show Dexter. I I seen the first two or three. I dipped into it. Never caught my attention to go past that, but I've seen the first couple. But of the premise there is that this cop identifies that a kid at a young age, again five or six, maybe even younger, is going to be a serial killer because of something he witnessed. He witnessed the, his parents being brutally slaughtered. Um, yeah. So what he does is he he knows he can't fix a kid, but what he does is he gives him a code. So he says, "Yes, you will have to kill." But this is the code that you live by to make it right and also to never get caught. And essentially what it turns out to be is that he goes and he kills all people that evaded the law. You know, rapists, murderers, stuff like that. So he can kind right. of justify his killing. So is that something that we could probably be program? Like train, it, train these, these children program to be the kids into Yes. Well, I'd say there's two things there. One is that... Uh, if that killer gene was in them from the start, I'm not so sure you could. But if it was an event that caused them to uh, to, to develop into serial killers, for example, like let's say they were fiddled with when they were young, or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we keep going back. Then keep going back to the kiddie fiddling. Well, if that didn't happen, then then, then you wouldn't have to be the, the way you are. Yeah. So then they can say, look, here's uh, here's here's the code you have to live by, but. Uh, are you saying why take? Are you saying you're you're going to turn every every kid that's identified with this gene, you're going to turn them into serial killers, for the government or yeah, for the government yeah, yeah. Contro- control it somehow. But no, you turn them into soldiers or especially <coughs> soldiers exactly, or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're talking like a like a, a, a regiment of ADHD stroke marijuana smoking yeah. kids that when they're hitting eighteen, <laughs> <laughs> an elite squad of killers. Well, that's it, like, why not? The ADHD team, they turn it down. <laughs> 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 
Brilliant. We love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I can see where that's going. All right, you'll be filming made about him. Yeah, Michael, Michael, Michael J. Fox who played a lead role. <laughs> oh, smoking a cigar and everything. I love it. Jordan, you're, you're, you're a gas man. So, Jordan, uh, let, let's get down to the brass tacks, all right? You're here tonight to talk to us. I want to talk to Jordan about something and get his opinion on something that I read about today. Go ahead. This, You've this, got what, 30 this seconds. Kind of blew me. It's going to go longer than, than 30 seconds, Jordan. I'm sure you agree. There's a, a smartphone app that's coming out now. It's been developed by a, a company in South Korea. I only heard about it today. And it's called uh, With Me, right? Right. And this app will be going live soon enough. And what it is, basically, the, the, the meaning of the app is going to be that you can <coughs> contact the dead, basically. Wow. Yeah. Through your phone. Okay. Through your phone. But it's not the way they're advertising it. So what it is, let's say, Goalie here, I couldn't imagine life without him. So when he dies, my life will be empty. But if Goldie and I know that in advance, we go to this company and we go into kind of like what seems to be like a photo booth where you get your passport pictures taken. And they, right. they, they digitally take pictures and videos of me and Goldie. And then they're going to create an avatar of Goldie. So you have to do it before you die. And then once Goldie's wow. dead, the avatar comes to life. Come to life. And, and they're saying that very soon there's going to have 3D enabled smartphones. And that I'll be able to interact with Goldie after he's dead. And this is what the CEO of this company, Elroy, or however they pronounce it in South Korea, he said that basically the, the, these avatars will be able to detect a change in your appearance or in your emotion. And this is a quote. He says, they'll say something like, you look lo- younger today. What's your secret? Like that kind of thing. So, you let, so, so death won't separate you from your beloved. And this is only, this is, this is only a year away. <laughs> That's a threat. It's only a year away. That's that's what they're saying. That this will be, like they're, they're taking people now, but they're saying within a year we'll be able to provide this service. There'll be a there'll be there'll be a market for it amongst the weirdos. But other than that, I think when someone's gone, they're gone. <laughs> I know, but you're not actually communicating with the dead. You know that they're not like. Do you know what I mean? It's it. I don't think it'll be aimed at weirdos. It's aimed at people that just. But is that not something? That's that's surely something that would interest you, Jordan. You know. To, to be able to, for your partner, your children, to be able to create yourself. That for me, for them or for them, for me? For them. For them. Old. For them when you're gone. Sure, I'm gone. What do I care when I'm gone? Do you have kids? Yeah, I've got four kids. But four. Right. What, what do I care once I'm gone? I'm gone. Like if, they, if they want me, they can come to me and, 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 and say it. But oh, it's, it's a little bit too creepy, isn't it? It's just a little bit too creepy for me. I see it being really popular. I, I really do, yeah. and I'd love to actually you, buy into this. Uh, well, well, I, I think there's more with with, with the, the smartphone thing. We become more voyeuristic, aren't we? I mean, we're on Facebook, trawling through friends of friends of pictures and scrolling down through people to see what's going on in their lives. So, why not see what's going on when they're dead? Yeah. So, there you go. It makes brilliant. sense. But that's it's, it's kind of worrying. Yeah, you know, the they'll have like location updates still in grave. <laughs> well, can you can you imagine your partner dies, you get over it, and then you think, Jesus, Absolutely, I might have yeah. a bit of freedom, but now you have to live with her through the phone. Crazy. Well, stuff. you see, it's up to you, I suppose. You, you'll choose to whether to upload the app and continue to interact with it. I, I just oh, genuinely I, think this is going to be the, the next big thing. But, and, and naturally, what would progress out of that is, you know, they'll, they'll bring out devices and stuff, and you'll eventually be able to have sex with people. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> eventually. When, when yeah. we were young, I think I presume by the time we'd be this age, 
that you what was it the uh, where you put on the headgear the virtual reality virtual reality we thought we'd be all living like that by this stage you know but and it's only kind of become so, some, some of us are <laughs> well that's it yeah. That's the only they put on the headset is the only way you get anything. That's how short three of us are wearing headsets now. <laughs> Tell us Jordan what, what you what you want to So Jordan, you're here to talk to us. You have you contacted us recently with, with this conspiracy that you have in relation to Trump and that is connected to the church and you know the, the the dark money as you call it that funded all this. First of all, what how did this come to light to you and why are you so interested in it? Well, it's just a general interest in reading about what's going on in the lives of of of, of everybody around the world, and uh, we're seeing where the big money is, where everything is moving. There's a very good book by uh, a girl called Jane Mayer. She she actually wrote this book called Dark Money, which is where all the billionaires in America put their money when they want something to happen. So uh, they, they, they plow millions, billions into lobbying groups in America. So uh, when, when, when they want something to happen, they, they put them behind these, these called think tanks. And uh, when, when the Democrats, who are usually a more conservative group, when they're in there, the Republicans go nuts at this. So they plow tens and tens of millions into these groups who influence thinking in media. And uh, so these groups then, it's, it's whoever has got the most amount of money at that time when they're plowing, whenever they want to happen, they go out, they start writing stories in the media, and, and which which uh, which which are all negative towards the government that's in, which had been the Democrats with with uh, with, with Obama for the last eight years. So by the time it comes around the, the vote, and people's minds are made up, but they don't even know it. It's like a subterfuge. Things happening behind the scenes. So uh, when you start diving in to see who's behind all this money, it's all huge money. It's uh, the people who are all pouring the money in, now, hundreds of millions. Uh, say, like, there's, uh, uh, for example, there's uh, the, the Secretary of Education, this girl called Devos, Betsy Devos. So uh, she married this guy called Dick Devos, who was a, a president of Amway, a gigantic pyramid scheme over in America, billionaires. So they put the money into this, this group called the Heritage Foundation. Um, so who's behind the Heritage Foundation? The, uh, the, it's, it's a Christian fundamentalist. Uh, they go mad at the name fundamentalist. But when you think about it, she's there providing 200 million. Oh, yeah. I'm in agony. Are you? <laughs> Sorry, um, go on, continue on. <laughs> Listen to me. So, look, I'll, I'll sum up very quickly. No, no, they're keep an, going. They're anti-gay, they're anti-poor, they're anti-Islam. They absolute killjoys. So they're influencing thinking <laughs> of all the kids coming up in America at the moment. Because she's in there as a secretary of education, and she's building schools which are just Christian fundamentalists. Because they're anti-Islam, they they just create this fear of of anything that's non-Catholic. So it's the way essentially, they do that is they say that Islam is they're all fundamentalists. They're all coming into the country to kill us. So they know that because Islam is coming up, and that's the fastest rising religion. So Christianity is what's uh, what's behind all of that over there at the moment, and they do that. They what Christianity does is they say. We're, we're the secret power. We'll be able to keep you in power. That's what they tell the Republicans. So what they do is they go into the churches, they go into the schools, they teach the kids, hate Islam, believe what we're teaching you. All comes around. And then the pedophiles kick in. That's a different story we can talk about. So just just, just to bring, like you, you talked solid there for a few minutes, which is great and very insightful. Um, but take us back. You're essentially saying that people are, are being brainwashed. Did I say yes. that correctly? Brainwashed. 
but we were brainwashed here, weren't we? I mean, uh, even even David Lair came out with it at some point, didn't he, and say that the church, for evil as it was, was able to give us a, a, a level of control we never would have had otherwise over the people of Ireland. Hmm. So yeah. it's the same over there. Yeah, no, it's it's totally true. But but are, are you saying this is a theory or this is a fact? Is this, hap- is this actually happening right now? It's actually happening. You can, look, you can go and look it up. Look at all the people who were after being put in charge. Last week, Trump put two people in uh, as security council advisors. A guy called Sebastian Gorka, right? So this guy's English, right? And uh, he worked for the, the English Special Forces. And uh, so he, he knows his business. Very clever guy. But he married a girl. Right, called uh, Catherine. Oh, I can't think of her second name. Catherine Gorgon, which is her second name now. But she and him are presidents of the Council of Global Security. All right. So her background, multi-millionaire s, right? Complete anti-Islam. Her father runs this multi-million, multi-power steel company over there. What does he do? He funds the Heritage Foundation, this Christian think tank. Who's in charge of the Heritage Foundation? All of these guys who are applying to all of the multi-million, Walmart, all these guys. You can look up who gives all these guys money and you can trace it all back. You can just follow the money. It's all there. That's that's astounding. And you're sure this isn't just a book written about what could be possible? Like the Da Vinci Code. It sounds, no, it would, it would this is all real. You can make look it film. up. Uh, what's in it? Jane Jane Mayer. Get a book called, called Dark Money by Jane Mayer, right? So it's all in that and it's all real. And you can look Why do up they call it dark who does lobbying. You can look up who who gives money to these foundations because they have to declare it because they've got to declare where the money comes from and you can follow the money back to all these organizations. Now, who are all these people that are Trump <clears throat> putting in? All related to the people that put the money into the foundations. It's all there. And it's bred by a fear of Islam. No, well, what he's saying I would is say it's that more, it's not that it's a fear of Islam. It's that's what they have to promote to promote themselves. I, so you're using this as just a, an excuse to get into power. Well, well no, I think, I, I think what Jordan is trying to say, Jordan, to, to protect the church. That's what I think. Well, that's it. And, and Jordan, Jordan, okay. what you're trying to say here is that you know we we thought that the, the times that the church controlled us was over. You know, the sixties, probably the seventies, yeah. to some degree. We would have thought that's that Ireland. Yeah, that's Ireland. Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. would have thought that was gone. But what you're saying is the church has always been there in the background, manipulating us, uh, and essentially evolving the how they preach. I, th- I think they've lost the battle here, and um, they, they'll have to. Um, but I don't think they're worried. Islam itself has said uh, they, they've released a list of countries that they're interested in. Ireland isn't on it, so if they're not interested. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, I'd well believe it because there's no way because we're, we're so anti-religion at this stage that nobody's going to come in. I think there's only two percent of the country is is uh, is Islam, isn't it? But so, if there's a vacuum if we're anti-religion, then do you not think that they could expose that? I don't think, unless they got into, into the schools, which is never going to happen, because as anti-religion, as, as most, and being turned off religion, as most Irish people are, the schools, I think, are 92% Catholic ethos school. You have to be, be baptised to get in. That's true, yeah. So, I don't think that's a problem in Ireland. I think it is a problem over in America, because that's the fastest growing religion over there. Although, I think only 2% of, of America is left, is left, is Islam. But are you saying, Jordan, that, that Americans are, are aware of this and they're okay with this? Or that are they just blissfully um, unaware of what's going on? The people behind it control the media. They don't care. Why would they? Why would they? 
That's, that's, that's amazing. And, and now you have a president, of course, who owns media And this is, this is yeah. the point we're going to get to now. You, you've got the president here who is, you're saying, they essentially put into power. I'm saying that in the last in the last election, the only guy they had was a guy called uh, Mitt Romney. So Mitt Romney ran against Obama, right? So Obama knew that these foundations had spent millions setting up a Republican candidate against him. Okay, so what they do in America is when the when the the, the, the Democrats want to get in, they tell the American they push they push the narrative that. The Republicans are the enemy of America. But when the Republicans want to get in, they push the narrative that a foreign power or religion is the enemy of America. Okay? So when they do that, in this case, they were, beforehand they were able to say communism. If you think back to the communism and China and Russia, they're the huge danger. But now what they're saying, all you heard for the six months prior to that was Islam is the big problem. Okay, Islam's a problem. Islam is a problem. Islam, that's what you hear. So, so what happened then was Trump came along. Trump came up and he went, "Yeah, I'm I'm against Islam." So that's all he had to do was fit the fit the fit the gap. He just did the picture. He just did what they wanted. This is earth shattering, and and we're delighted to have you like broadcasting these revelations on this show for the first time around the world. So what you're saying is to sum up, it's not even that they're anti-Islam. You're saying that these people need to be in power and they need a common en enemy to yeah. get behind. So, no. in this case, it's Islam. In, in 10 years, it could be something else. They're just picking up on the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist. Grab the moment. I think that in 10 years' time, if, if, if they've they remain and keep their presence over in the Middle East and keep it suppressed... I think that the Chinese and Russians could be the big thing in 10, 20, 10, 15 years, maybe. That could be the big thing. But the, the, this so, is the thing. There's been, there's been a huge connection between Trump and Russia and you know, what kind of allegiances there are. And some have even said that you know, Russia has groomed Trump. Now, you're saying some, something completely different. You're saying it's the Catholic Church that have done that. Now, is that something that the Catholic Church have put out there to show that they are not actually the ones well, involved if, if you Basically, look Russia's at the values point. if you look at the values behind everything don't look at their deeds look at their values right and all of the values that trump is bringing in say the anti-abortion the anti-gays that all of the guys that he's putting into supreme court they're all anti anti-gay marriage they're all anti-abortion so if you look at those values and find out you'll find out what the real uh, uh, the real, I suppose, tenets of a guy is and how, how good he is of a man, which is why all of middle America, that's why they voted for Trump. Now, I know fairness, he, yeah, he, he, he didn't hide this about him. I mean, it, it's not like we're waking up to, to a shock that he's anti-abortion. I mean, in fairness, it's he not, ran no, on this. But if you look at his anti-abortion, uh, it's not. And you can look at all the guys coming in. And they, they speak very carefully about it when they're, when they're going for election and, and their campaign. But... When they're talking about these kind of things, they keep it quiet because they know that when they get into government, they can put in the policy and they put in the lawmakers who will bring in that policy who all think the same way. So if you look at all the lawmakers are coming in, you can look at where they're coming from. You can look at, at the organizations that these guys are coming from. They're all from organizations. that, And you can say, well, what do they stand for? You look at all the organizations, sorry, the think tanks, all the Catholic think tanks, the Catholic conservatives, even the Christian fundamentalists, as I call them. You look at those and see where their money came from. All came from money with organizations that have been headed up by guys that Trump is now putting in who are making law inside America, looking policy over there as well. 
And you think the same thing doesn't happen here over here as well? Of course it happens over here as well. All of those all of those fundraiser dinners, if you look at all the money that, 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 that's pushed into those over here, same thing, policymakers. So in short, in short, is Russia the scapegoat? Oh, Russia's not to do with it. Russia's not to do with it. So, so Jordan, you've come in here and, and you've <clears throat> shouted your anti-Catholic bias for the last 10 minutes and expected us just to buy it. But you're, you're saying this on the basis of one facts, book. Though. It's backed up by facts. Backed up with facts gained from one book. The girl herself is clearly anti-Christian. The book didn't come up, the book didn't come <laughs> up with, with the statistics about how much the, the, the Republicans were funding. The, but it's these, manipulating. It's manipulating. Your, I mean, you're accusing them of manipulating the American people, but you've clearly been manipulated by by one person. You no, know, by one person exactly. And it's a fiction it, book. I mean, I well, don't know how you can well, listen, scapegoat the Americans. Thinking, our thinking gets shaped and rounded by facts, don't they? At least they should be, rather than opinions. So my thinking and my opinions have been shaped by facts here. Which, which she just doesn't come out and say this. She gives you places that you can look it up to find out they're real. Independent organizations track this stuff. So they have to by law state who, how much and where the money came from. So you can follow the money. And when you follow the money and you follow the organizations, the heads of the directors, you can see where they are now. They're all on Trump's panels. They're all on his, 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 his government, in his departments. But Jordan, would it not be fair to say that these same people would have been pushing huge amounts of money into Hillary Clinton's campaign as well, backing the, the two horses if they this much No, the, not the case though, because you can look at the, the, the fundamental policies and values behind those people and you can see, for example, like the Heritage Foundation, all of the funders to them weren't funding Hillary Clinton. It's, a, it's an astounding amount of knowledge that you have and, and it sounds like an amazing book. But I still get the feeling Most of that, that didn't come from the book, by the way. They just they just some of the notions around the, the, the book's a very comprehensive book, actually, very good read. And it's all based on fact. It's that it's not all guesswork. It's all where the money goes over there. And when you start following that and reading other places, you find out all this stuff. And so what 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 do you think we should do about this? Like what is the solution? You're you're coming on here, you, you want people to wake up and the book. Think, this is what happening. It's a, it's a wake-up, isn't it? It's a wake-up. When, when you're seeing so much of this stuff going on, people saying they hate Trump. Why do you hate Trump? Why do you, why, why do you think people hate Trump so much? I don't know. Because I haven't read the book. Oh, the, the Trump is barely mentioned in the book. The, the book's been, it, it, it been written for the last, say, three, four years. It came out a couple of years ago. So the, the whole yeah, but, Trump <coughs> phenomenon of, of politics is all new. So what, what do you realistically, do you Trump real, realistically speaking, what do you think should be done? Are you saying it's like that five-year-old psychopath kid put the gun to the head? Are you saying that we need to to kill it? Oh well, no, I'm not saying this. I think you just have to be aware of it. But there's nothing we can do about it. I think you have to know about it. Because if the same thing happened here, you've got to question why all that stuff happened. Because well, 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 a big fan of the Matrix, and, and essentially then what you're saying is you're, you're trying to present the reality to us, but there's nothing, exactly. there's nothing we can do about it. And, and if, if anything, it's just made us more depressed. You can't get depressed, you can't get offended because if you're getting offended, you're turning to the social justice warrior area and you can't go near that. Hmm. So we just have to take it. We just I'm accept it, but just be aware of it. And, and it's a fact of life. If there's somebody out there spending tens of billions of dollars in this secret world order and they're meeting and having uh, uh, pagan orgies every, every second week, and that, that's up to them. But there's, there's nothing we can do about it, and they're they're going holidays on on, on islands that you've never even heard of 
this style of crack, why would you worry about it? Control the controllables. Worry about stuff you can worry about. Yeah. It's a very good outlook to have. Yeah. No, that's a very good outlook. But uh, I suppose, just yeah, just yeah, in, in, in thinking, sorry, but Charlie. Again, he's coming in here and he's and he's spreading this shit about the her- heritage. How many times tonight have you mentioned the heritage, Jordan? I'm not sure if you have an agenda yourself. I well, I, you see, I'd be anti-religion, right? And when you start looking <laughs> at it from the point of religion, I'd be. I'm, I'm not anti-God. There, it's up to yourself whether you want to believe that. But I'm anti-religion because due to the pedophiles and the money that's inside in the churches, which is all they're interested in, and when you find out that they're behind oh, what's going on over in America, and you can prove it by following the money, then it becomes a little bit more interesting. And if you think that there's people in it for politics, I think there's local guys who are always good, but once you get into national politics in any country at all, there's a bit of power to play. Yeah. It's very interesting. Before we move into the <clears throat> where you really want to get to, to, to the kiddie fiddling part, we're, we're, I, I just want to point out a, a very serious ramification if what you're saying is true go ahead you're saying that they're, they're trying to build up islam to hate them yeah to stunt the growth essentially um that would mean all the terrorist attacks that we've seen recently have actually been orchestrated as part of this by the heritage by the the hermitage <laughs> the Hermitage Clinic. <laughs> some of the, world, the, some of the, some of the world's angriest physiotherapists. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've got a no, but, private hospital where a- any money we have is going to be gone now in lawsuits. But you know what I mean? Are you saying that this shadow organization, what do you call it? The Heritage? Her- Heritage yeah, Hermitage. A, They're working out of the same a, cons- hospital. It's what's called a conservative think tank. Okay. You can look these guys up. In the CTT. CTT. But what I'm saying is, are you saying that all these other attacks that we've seen throughout America and Europe and the world are actually orchestrated by this think tank? I'm saying that if you take any uh, a terrorist threat and say, well, what was the root cause behind that terrorist threat and could it be stopped? Take the Boston bombings. Who were the two guys that did Chernev? Was it was there the, the two guys that the, the Boston guys, bombing yeah. at the Marathon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. You're telling me the guys... Your man from the other guys. That, yeah, that's it. So, they they've no visibility of any of that. They couldn't have stopped it. Or even even you could say that it maybe they didn't have any orchestration or part in it at all. But it just suits them that something small happens every now and again. Yeah. Is enough to create the territory. As in, what is it? It's it's you don't. It's not that you even even the TSA, all the guys inside the airports, right? So they're making everybody safe. If they're not actually safer, but it's just the notion of feeling safer. Right? Yes, is what people want. Yeah. So you're saying at times the American government wants people to feel unsafe. Of course, it suits the narrative, doesn't it? So they'd be more likely to vote conservative. <clears throat> so what you're saying is that they're not actively going out there making the bombs and telling people to do it, but they might just encourage it to use. Oh, that that'd be stretching the narrative there. I think, oh, and I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I think, I think. But I think that that they they they, they, they wouldn't. There's certain people that only wouldn't be too unhappy when things like that happen. Because think about it. Let's say the Boston bombing happened. How, how many people died from that? Or how many people died in 9-11? What was it? Three and a half thousand or something? something like that, yeah. yeah. Right, so three and a half thousand died in 9-11. Yeah, so less than since that, how, yeah. how many other That's people died in, well. in, <laughs> in terrorist bombings since then? I couldn't tell you. So, so, 
when more right, people die in American suicide than from terrorism four, or war, like yeah. four thousand maybe in top. <clears throat> because after the Boston bombing, there was twenty or thirty. There wasn't too many below that. So yeah. that's three and a half thousand. Do you know how many people were killed in gun crime between two thousand and one and two thousand and fifteen? Tell me. <laughs> Jordan, we seem to lost you again. You'll probably still be talking. Hello, Jordan. Oh, we're back. Jordan. We're back. We're there. We're yeah. back. What happened you to you? Us? You, you asked us back. a question how many people died so, from, so from gun crime. Four, 450,000 in America. In America. From gun, gun crime from 2001 to 2015. But only between 3,500 and 4,000 from terrorist attack. But, but they're led to believe that the terrorist attack are far more danger. Wow. These are, there are a lot of heavy things you're throwing at us there, Jordan, and I think we're kind of stunned because we don't know how to respond. You don't know how to respond. And people don't look it up. That's all I'm saying. Everybody look it up. It's definitely giving us some food for thought. Not in any of these I'd be afraid that it would come from either. history. Look them up at proper sites. You can history. find there's a government site over there that tells you who has paid them the most in lobbying. Well, we're looking up right? it actually here at the moment now, and it's coming up like inpatient operations Get in and out within five hours. Are we on the right? Are we on the right side? I'd say yeah. <laughs> there you go. There. There. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, you, you said earlier that you wanted to talk about Kitty other fiddling. issues. With, yes, with talk Catholic to us about, talk to about because, because you know we don't let's know what to about, say to this. Let's talk about Kitty Fiddler. You have my absolutely convinced topic. us on, on America and terrorism. So. Talk to us about the Catholic Church and the accusations at the moment completely unsubstantiated about widespread child abuse. Completely unsubstantiated. Yes, right. unless you were watching, like, are you talking? Are you going to start talking about now, like a film like Spotlight? You've got to remember that these are fiction. And How Magdalene you know Sisters and all those. All right. Are you going to give us facts, okay. or are you going to talk about more books and films? Okay. All right. Okay. Let's go this way, right? So, uh, three weeks ago. Uh, there was a report came out in Australia, right, that in the previous right. 15 years, there was four and a half thousand, right, four and a half thousand uh, uh, cases that the Australian government went to the Vatican for, for more information on. And those cases were accusations of sex abuse by clerical workers, nuns, priests, Christian brothers. Okay, four and a half thousand. In Australia. The Vatican, the Vatican said under papal law that they didn't have to give it to the Australian government and they wouldn't give it to them. And now those four and a half thousand cases, maybe over four, one, four, two, uh, it accounted for 20% of all clerical workers in Australia. So 20% of all clerical workers were accused of being kitty fiddlers. Take that. Okay, well, first of all, Jordan, we're, we're shocked by... Yeah, the the percentage you gave us because twenty percent has been our current figure on this show, and does, look it up. That, it's, it's all out there. Facts. <clears throat> but that's 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 like a very small minority. Like twenty percent is quite small. That's only one in every five. One in every five priests. So put it this way: one in every five. Take any other walk of a walk of life, right? Say, uh, take plumbers. What if I said to you twenty percent of all plumbers are pedophiles? I'd be shocked. You're telling me the, the, you're telling me the other four wouldn't the other four wouldn't know if one in five was. 
I see what you're saying. So you're saying, are you, are you, are you trying to suggest that priests and the Vatican know about child abuse and have covered it up? I think that everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Facts are there. Facts are there. Why would they not release? But the, the, the information this is what I this is what I want to get to you, right? You're saying why would they not release the information otherwise? Yeah? Unless they But who keeps hide. information about kitty fiddlers? Mm. Like if, if Would you not burn it? Why would they have the documents in the first place? Why would they record that if they were so embarrassed by it? They have to record it. If if a case is reported, they have to record it. Right? But, if, but the Holy See, which is you know, the state that's over there, they in their terms say, no, under papal law, they don't have to release it, and they don't release it. And they lock that up over there in the Holy See, and they say, no, you're not getting it, and you can't come in to get it either. But if they're not going to release don't. it, why, why do they even go to the trouble of investigating? Why, why do they keep it? Why, why just get they rid have, of it? They have to report it themselves. They have to investigate themselves to, be, uh, to almost be some sort of a regulatory body on themselves. Which, as we know, doesn't work. As we know, it doesn't work. So what? What? It, what? You're, are you saying the church did nothing about these uh, accused? Remember, they, they are innocent until oh, yeah, proven they, guilty. They, they, they just around, they? Let's say, let's say, there's uh, there's any amount of individual cases, but take an individual case whereby uh, somebody gets accused of something. What they do is it gets reported to the priests first, and you might have a local uh, local law enforcement agent tied in with the church, and he keeps it quiet. He said, "You got to report that to the church." So your local, your local friendly priest, or not so friendly according to the children, he gets no, then moved to ten parishes over, goes on a holiday for six months, or goes praying, goes off to a retreat somewhere, and uh, then he's back somewhere else. Church keep it the quiet. Book. They've got a priest. They're running yeah. out of priests. So the, the question, so they're moving them on. Is this back. what you're suggesting? The priests are being moved from one parish to the other? I'm not but, suggesting it. That's but, a but fact. But Jordan, Jordan, how's that going to solve the problem of... of Child abuse. I don't, I in fact I only think that's going to make the priest abuse someone else in another place. <laughs> I don't see how that's the solution. You're you're not suggesting. I if anything, that's just as bad as no, what I, the I'm Vatican are doing. The facts. I'm reporting the facts. That's all I'm doing. You can look it up. It's all there. They're all facts. No conspiracy but sites. They're all they, real. But are they are they doing this? So is this going back to the master plan to the hermitage or the heritage, whatever it's called, that? They're keeping this controlled. Church, Catholic Church is keeping this controlled, and they're intentionally fiddling with children. Is that what's happening, or, or do a high at volume of kitty fiddlers happen to just go to the Twenty percent of all clerical workers in Australia, they were able to prove this. Twenty percent have accusations of child abuse. Yes, so you agree that twenty percent is a minority. Well, it would be awful if it was the other case. If it was a majority, wouldn't? If there was eighty percent, would be would be shocking, and something should be done about it. But, but will now, you agree that 20% is, is a minority? A very a very low minority. You think that's a low minority? 20% by definition is a low minority. Inf Do you not think Inflammatory at, at, at worst, I would have said. There's no way that 20%... Look, even talking Jordan, about if you had a 20% percent success rate in whatever career you do, that wouldn't be very satisfactory. You're, yeah, but now you're saying that the career was actually kiddie-filling in the first place. Well, well, I want to get a straight answer on from you, Jordan, is... Go ahead. Are the church instructing these people to kitty fiddle, or does that job just attract kitty fiddlers? Or option three, does the job naturally make you a kitty fiddler because of the chastity thing? Or option I think four, it do the kids kitty like fiddlers. Try to entrap 
priests. That's what I think. You it think it attracts them? It, it's a position of trust in the society. You get to be alone with children, don't you? That's what I think. So it attracts the, the, those, and they know them. I think the church knows when they send them out what they're sending out. They don't think they're, they're, there's Father Bob heading out to his first his first parish down the Sudan. They know exactly what he's going to be doing down there. They don't send him up to Dundalk. <laughs> Not to Limerick. <laughs> fucking Limerick. No, they know exactly where they're sending him. Yeah. So no, there's no, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind. They know what they're about. I can tell you. But they, they just Either accept way. it because it just happens to to suit their agenda. Well, it's the agenda of world power. I think if there's a little bit of darkness along the way, then uh, the fear, they're the light when the fear is elsewhere, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, Jordan, thanks a million. It's it's been a wonderful insight for me uh, in relation to that, and I, I want to thank you. For so much for coming on and doing that for us on the show. Um, oh, very welcome. Yeah, a few random musings. It could go darker and deeper. You've given us a lot of food for thought. Yeah. yeah. But we want you to stick around. We're just going to go into the last segment of our show. And if you don't mind, have you got time to stick around with us? Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Okay, we're going to do this segment now. What's another year? What's another year indeed? And the year, this is part of the show, Jordan, where we talk about a particular year in history. Um, right. And reminisce about the good times, the good movies, the good songs, etc. And Charlie, what year have you chosen for us We've today? chosen 1973, Jordan. What age are you? Uh, 46, 1973, Limerick won their last All-Ireland Hurling Final. Sorry? Limerick won their last All-Ireland Hurling Final. In 1973? Yeah. No, 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 19... So you're 46? I am. Congratulations. So you're alive in 1973? I was. Not being abused by, by a member of the clergy. Hopefully. No, whatsoever. Hopefully, hopefully not. You were one of the lucky... See, you got the 80%. You know, most children well, will get the 80% because well, what, the odds what, will, will... Let me ask you this. I'm just really forever in your favour. What's worse? Getting Katie Fiddle ones or getting a little priest, little Willie up the bum, or getting a lifetime of fear of the devil uh, indoctrinated into you? What's worse? It's a good question, but we've moved on to uh, move on. what's another year. Move on. So. That's what I'm thinking about since 1973. Well, what are we talking about? <laughs> so... First of all, Charlie, why did you pick 1973? Was it random or was it was a, reason? It was a random... Because of the James Blunt song. Yeah. You know, because we both loved that song so yeah. and we had to pick it. Would you be familiar with that song, Jordan? 1973. Uh, not off my head, no. It's Great song, but it, it's, it's a little song that myself and Charlie like and has been with us throughout the years. So, tell us, what happened in 1973, Charlie? Well, what I wanted to do was to ask you, what do you have any idea what happened in 1973? Are you, Jordan? Because you were alive. 1973 was well, for me years before I was born. For me, 1973... Sorry to cut across you there, Jordan. Jordan cut across you, actually. But 1973... 1973 for me... Go on. But 1973 for me was when the very first space station... Space Lab was put up. You know me, I like space, and we'd yeah. like to talk about space at this part. Mm. Skylab, actually. Skylab. Because it's, it's like Sky, Skylab. I wanted to do yeah. Skynet. It was the very first space station to be launched into space in 1973. So that's kind of the one thing that I always remember yeah. about it. You, so you're, you're skeptical, of course, in the moon landings, which yes. we've discussed before, but you obviously believe there's space stations. Yes. You can <laughs> see them. That's interesting. Why one and not the other? Because you can actually see the space stations with the naked eye. Okay. Um, so. Uh, Sorry, Jordan, what? 
Sorry for cutting across. You it. can, Jordan. You can indeed. If you get the Skyview app, uh, they should probably be sponsoring this show. Skyview, and it'll point it up to the sky. It'll tell you what each star is, what where the planets are, and it'll actually let you track the space station so you can see it fly overhead. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So. 1970. Why, why would you look at the sky through an app? Like, would you not just because it identifies the, the features of the sky to you. Right. What else yeah. happened in 1973, Charlie? Tell us. Well, first of all, well done on that. That was, that was a huge moment, obviously, in, in human advance. Correct. You think someday we'll be in the stars and 1973 will be viewed as the year? Quite possibly. You know? um, <clears throat> who would have thought that people would be living in space? Because they currently are. Yeah. You know, six months of the year. Obviously, the, the big news story, Jordan, you, you might remember it even if you're only six, was the... the the end of the Vietnam War or US peace. leaving Vietnam peace coming what are your thoughts on that Jordan I'm guessing they're not very pro-US <laughs> yeah, they're not pro-US at all how <laughs> did the Vietnam War even start the Vietnam War started could you the trade embargoes from uh, uh, from the US on certain Middle East and uh, sorry uh, uh, the Far East countries which led to uh, uh, Japan saying that they were going to invade over in Vietnam so then the, the Americans had to go in instead, in which case then they fought all that in the first place. All the Americans. It's very interesting. You, just, you, I picked up on something you said there. You said the Middle East and then the Far East. Where's the Near Sorry, East? I got, that, I got that confused. No, you got it confused, but it made me think, mm. do we have a Near East? We do, yeah. yeah. We don't call it that, though, do we? What do we call it? The, the Near West? East, yeah. We call it the West. We do. <laughs> I suppose it's no, Near I've, East. Have you not, Jordan, the, heard the Near East? <laughs> <laughs> the East. <laughs> <laughs> But it's an, it's an interesting thing. But yeah, do you remember the end of the Vietnam War is what we're asking you? In 1973? Yeah. You're what? Well, I was two. I was two. Two. <laughs> yeah, but don't know what so, everybody uh, says. Yeah, yeah I started reading up on the, on the, uh, the political backgrounds of why things are happening at the time. I, I remember. Lady Bird did a good series. It was either that, 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 that You're trying to never sleep again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jordan, no, what I'm saying is, of course you don't remember it yourself personally, but I'm sure you know it would have been a pivotal moment in your your parents' life. Um, and <laughs> when you, left Saigon. <laughs> no, but do you remember? Do you, do you remember them telling you about that and where they were when they heard the news and what you were doing? Or have you ever asked what them that question? In 1973, uh, I don't think you understand the question. Very political minded. <laughs> but you know, when you when you see. September 11th everybody here can tell you well, what happened or what they were doing when they heard the news yeah, we were in True. control got <laughs> we were the control directing the lads <laughs> you know when Princess Di was killed we all knew where we were so what I'm asking yes. is did your parents ever tell you what they were doing or where they were when the Vietnam War ended I don't think it was a big thing over this side of the world no no I don't think it was big at all it was uh, it wasn't it was never really discussed. You hear about the films on it. Was never, it was never. It was never a big thing here. Oh, right. As in, like, I think it, any more stuff and stuff that's going on in Iran Iraq. Because yeah. someone thrown around yeah. tomorrow said that the, 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 the war over in Syria has ended. Uh, how much would that register with you that you'd remember 20 years later? Yeah. Well, what would you say, Jordan, are the defining moments, with the exception of 9-11, maybe? What are the defining moments of your life? That, you know, when your kids are older, you'll say, well, these were the things I remember. Like no, I don't mean personally, but in world events or Irish events. That's a great question, isn't it? I suppose uh, 
getting the dream job, I suppose. As opposed, it's, as it's opposed to the, the monumental, the, the big ones would be the job, which would be the kids. The kids' birth <laughs> is always, is always the biggest. Always the biggest. <laughs> but unless your kids have a huge impact on world history, I, I, I mean more like. We're not, we're not talking about your personal the, history. What's we're the big world history? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the events you lived through. And remember. Uh, what would be the big ones? Don't mention uh, your kids again. I suppose the 9 11. 9 11 is all I'm sorry, Jordan, but the question was apart from 9 11, what would So you're be, saying apart from 9 11? Yeah. Mm. What other moments stand out for you? Uh, Ireland qualifying for the, the, the Euros, Euro 88. Wow. Has to be wow. iconic. We, 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 we heard about that. We yeah. heard about that. We missed it. Oh, I do remember Italia 90. Definitely remember that. Do you, Belgium? I do indeed. Yeah. I do indeed. Yeah. So, so Ireland qualifying for 88. Did we qualify in the last game? Or have we wasn't, did, did we? It wasn't, it wasn't at the goal uh, that. Uh, oh, the back the Scottish fella scored. No, I, I always remember Mark Lawrence's uh, free kick. That he took from, from 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 fifteen yards too far forward or something. Where was it? Goal within, blanked out afterwards. I remember Johnny Aldridge's goal against Mexico when he headed. It. I was down the RDS. And I was on a joke down there. A friend of mine's dad put up a lovely beer. So that was uh, that were good memories. But moment. life changing. Uh, not too many. Not too many. All right. Well, listen. Thanks for sharing that. But it wasn't got to do with nineteen seventy three. What else happened? Um, Charlie in 1973. Well, the World Trade yeah. Center yeah. Yes. Ironically yeah. enough, the World Trade Center was actually finalized, I oh, think, a bill. Osama bin Laden began. Isn't that amazing? Campaign. Osama bin Laden started what? The, the World this Trade Center era, was erected in 1973. It was completed in 1973. How, how ironic, yeah, how ironic is that? Everything. I mean, that... That was the beginning of, of you know, obviously Obama, oh, oh, Osama bin Laden's, you know, plan, long-term plan. Uh, Roe v. Wade was the big one, Who? I'd imagine. Roe v. Wade. One of those people only died last week. Who's this? Well, there was a big court case in America, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that, was that abortion, was it? That's what got abortion legalized in America, yeah. That's the woman bad, yeah. who took the case, she was obviously very young, but, but she just died last week. It's obviously not a real name. But uh, that, that changed America and, and changed here as well, I suppose, by definition. I wasn't aware of that case at all. Roe uh, versus Wade, yeah, that's the one they always quote, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Apparently. The, has the show done an abortion talk yet? It's something that we don't really like to talk about. Yeah, because we disagree fundamentally. We completely disagree. And maybe that's something we should, we should make talk a great about. show, and that's why Goldie doesn't want to go near it when he has administrative. He didn't want to go near it. It's, it's a sensitive subject. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do it in four minutes. We'd love to have you back next week, Jordan, if you're around, and we could do an abortion special. Well, well what do you do it another way? Why do you talk about the vaginal canal magically conferring personhood on a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a human? How about that? It's a good way to take it. It's a good way to do it. Talk to me about... Uh, okay, when we move away from news, will we? And, talk, and me, talk, talk to me about the movies. Okay, I think it was a shit year for films... The Sting won best won best Oscar. Have you seen it? The Witch, The Sting, The, Sting. the Exorcist, The Exorcist was out oh, in seventy three. I know that. Excellent. There you that go. That obviously made a big impact on you, then Jordan. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Very good. Now, when you were growing up, it was banned. Am I right in Ireland? It, it was banned. Yeah. So, so did you see it when it was banned, or? We've lost them again. Every time we talk about the devil, we lose. We lose the <laughs> We seem to lose a little bit of uh, power. It's going to come back to us. Did you see the new Blair Witch film? 
No, I haven't. Have you seen your parents don't. Right? You wouldn't get it. Sure, even if you were eleven or twelve, and you were looking. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And is it a scary what, what, for you now? What troubles me though is that you are two years of age and you don't remember your father telling you about <laughs> Vietnam, because you can remember watching The Exorcist. Oh, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. My my mum telling me that Elvis died in 1977. I remember that. Right. Four years. <laughs> well, well <laughs> when, when we're doing 1977, we'll give you a shout. Was he on the toilet for four years? <laughs> I think he was stuck there for four years. We'll give you a shout. So it's interesting that. that The Exorcist, you remember, yeah, because that is a film, I have to be honest, I've seen it once and it terrifies me. I will not watch it again. Yeah. But it, because I probably believe in the devil. But do you know your man, the director, what's his name? Friedkin. Apparently he shot a gun just to get a reaction from um, Jason, the younger priest. He shot a real gun in the studio to freak the guy out and then filmed it, his reaction. That's amazing. I love wow. hearing bits like that. Method acting. Method acting. That's and, and, well, well, while we're on that, and, uh, Last Tango in Paris, I'm sure you've seen it or seen Marla some Brando, of it. Yeah. Marlon Brando, yeah. I can I, actually I, see, the, oh, I can see the image of the brain. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? I've never seen Last Tango in Paris. Yeah, I think the famous thing about that movie was the anal sex scene, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was probably one of the first mainstream... I'm, got, I'm heading into download it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. It was very controversial. It was banned, I think, in some countries. In Ireland it was banned, yeah. And particularly Ireland, yeah. Um, because of this anal sex scene. Which, by today's standards, is actually nothing. You know, it's actually very... Well, it's an anal rape. It's, a fairly, it's fairly artistically done compared to... Is it? Yeah, compared to what we'd actually see now on yeah. the internet but the guy gets a tub of butter to do it but the, sh- the shocking thing about this is the girl is 19 I-, I only found out about this today this only came out 7 years ago so the girl was 19 and it wasn't in the script and Brando and the director decided that morning that they were going to have this rape scene and they didn't tell the girl until that morning they didn't tell her they were going to smear butter all over obviously she wasn't physically raped but she felt she like felt she, she was she raped. felt like she was raped. Her tears in the film are real tears, and she she feels that that she was abused that day, but she was so young, so naive that she went with it because it was Brando, I suppose. Yeah, you know. of course. Who wouldn't want to be raped yeah. by Brando? You know, who, who wouldn't that, with butter as well? With there butter. You know. so, did she actually say that? In the, she genuinely said seven years ago. She's, yeah, she had no idea that like she had butter smeared all over. Like Brando and the director decided not to tell her, as the director said, he wanted the reaction of a girl, not an actress. Well, I think that's Hollywood, isn't it? They wouldn't get away with it now. Could, it's could, disturbing. It's could quite you disturbing. see Daniel Day Lewis and Steven Spielberg coming up with that idea, you know, and then say, right, we're going to do it today to a nineteen-year-old well, y- actress? Well, you've all heard of the couch, the, the 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 casting couch. Yes, yes, which yes. is. Every man knows that picture. Exactly, well, which is the very reason that this probably wouldn't shock us. But definitely worth a watch. Uh, and, and make sure you do that, Jordan. It's a very good watch. Um, look at it, yeah. Very, watch the whole film. It's very boring. It's, very, it's arty. It is like a boring film, but very it's very boring. artistic. But it's, it's worth watching the rape. Um, another film, or I suppose you could say musical, or a big reason for me that I love <laughs> 1973 is one of my favourite musicals. And Charlie, I think, has come to... Love it. Love, I it. love it. Yeah, uh, through my loving of it. Uh, it's Jesus bang, Christ Superstar. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. Superstar. Yeah, do you know, are you familiar with it? I probably hate it because it's like about Jesus and Catholic religion. You probably got <laughs> the that fucking like theory about this film like that's got a Jesus ruin for Christ us. Superstar. 
it depends on your beliefs, I believe. Who's who was the lead role in it? Uh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus the Christ. But it, it's Jesus a musical. Christ, fella. It's, it's a, nobody who's in the musical is famous. No, no, it's an Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, musical, and they made it. Jason Donovan, no. Was that a he, no, he was, he was, he was Jason and the technical. No, but Jason Donovan was Jesus as well in one of the other, like not the film. I'm not sure. Right, yeah, he was in a musical, wasn't he? Mm. Quite possibly, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have played him, but it's it's it's. I just think it's brilliant. The music is fantastic, and it's something that. You what's know, what's your favorite song for me? Um, it's interesting. I think. Go. What's the first thing coming into you? The first is the opening satine. Oh, like, really? My mind is clearer now. The goalie loves performing. At last, all too well, I can see where we all soon will be. The song, the song you probably know, Jordan, is. Um, try not to get worried. worried try, try not, not to turn, turn on to. Problems. We're not going to get into a, a, a karaoke night here, but. You must uh, know that song. It's a fantastic musical. It is. Very I, I know this Jesus must die is uh, one of the songs. I do know that. Yeah. Just Jesus must, Jesus must, Jesus must die. That's, That's the one I'm, I'm thinking about. Yeah. Jordan, <laughs> I should seen, fucking hope so. Film, don't look now. <laughs> I should hope so. Uh, Either that or I'm seriously impressed that you made up a song with those lyrics <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> we just said the same thing over and over. Speaking about of songs, Jesus must we're gonna we're gonna go out now tonight on a song. Are we? We are. Go ahead. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Jordan? Thanks a million for being on the show. You've Very really brightened advice. up our day. And I think this Random is... Random musings, that's all. I think it's something special, this one. Yeah. And, and I think it's the one the listeners will probably want to go back and listen to over and over, over again. And over Charlie, yeah. any closing thoughts? No. It's been great having you on, Jordan. Thanks a million. We'll see you maybe next week. Thanks a million, Charlie. Very welcome. Please, God. You and we're, go- we're, we're going to end this with a song. A friend of yours, Do You Want to Touch Me by Gary Glitter. One of the 20%. Good night. Oh, 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 oh,